We are here today at another episode of The Intersection at the Intersection of Technology and Culture. I am really, really excited today to welcome Troy, formerly known as Troy from Chicago. He is from Chicago, but that's his name, Troy from Chicago, behind his work. Troy is an Emmy Award-winning cinematic director and photographer. His work has been featured in Billboard, Time, the Art Institute of Chicago, Art Basel, Switzerland, and more. Troy has directed or been a part of the production of videos for Vic Mensa, Chance the Rapper, Joey Perp, Superstar Cammy, Joey Badass, Lucky, Matt Ox, and more. I discovered Troy initially because he's very tapped in with the Chicago creative scene and close with a lot of musicians and creative directors and pretty much any artist or creative you can think of in Chicago at the highest level. Troy really caught my eye from the Wraith video he shot for Chance and Vic. I replayed it a lot and then the high and highs and lows video for Chance and Joey that he shot in Italy. Troy's clients include Nike, Adidas, like I said before, Time and Billboard, the Chicago Reader, Rock Nation, and Atlantic Records, and most of all, he's an extremely Chicago dude. Welcome, Troy, to the intersection. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. I'm really curious of uh, the story of how you got locked in with Vic, because in particular, it seems like you've worked really closely with him for a long time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I've known Vic since like 07, 08. Uh, through my cousin Sterling and my other cousin Nico Washington. Um, I was living in, I'm from Chicago. My family moved to Detroit for like three years from like 04 to 07, something like that. And then when we came back, you know, our cousin was in high school. I'm a year younger than him. And they had a group called Bow Squad Click, which, which is now called Save Money. And Vic and a lot of other guys were, were a part of that. And uh, I, I eventually ended up being coming a part of that, like probably like later that summer or something like that. But yeah, that's that's how I met Vic. That, that was about 15 years ago. Wow. It seems like there's more to us. A, a, there's more story behind it, though. Like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. It was so fucking long ago. <laughs> nah, like that's that's kind of that's kind of it, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we was just shorties hanging out in Hyde Park, just like just kicking, like smoking weed, not doing shit. You know, he was he was always doing music shit as well. Um, so yeah, that's 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 pretty much the, the gist of, of how I, I know him. <laughs> Speaking of uh, like just kicking it and hanging out, from some of the research I did, you described how there was a point in your career, maybe during like college, where you suddenly were like very thirsty to try to kind of just get at it, and some people around you weren't necessarily on the same wavelength, and so you might have become a little bit annoying to them about how eager you were. And I've gone through the same thing a lot. So, um, what was that like, and and how do you like feel about that kind of evolution? Uh. Man, yeah, so, like, when I started out, I didn't know anything about video, photo, but anything like that. I knew I knew a good, good decent amount about art, though, because my mom used to take me to art museums. Mm. My parents always had art in the house, and, like, um, my mom was, uh, she worked at a, a interior design firm mm -hmm. back in the day at the Merchandise Mart. So, like, I, I, I knew mm. what art was, you know what I'm saying, which probably, probably kind of, like, begins my drive 
but like, man, like I, my, one of my homies, he's his dad was a, is a pastor, and he was shoot. His dad bought a bunch of equipment to shoot and edit his uh, his YouTube videos. So he had two can. He had two sixty Ds, and like all this editing equipment and stuff. We went to the same high school, and like, he was like, "Yo, you want to help me shoot this music video?" It was for this guy named named Logan. I think it goes by Logan Cage now. Um, so that was like the first video I ever directed with him. And then like over the years, we did a we did a bunch of videos together with like Lucky and stuff like that. And like that's basically like was my like training camp. You know, I learned how to shoot. I learned what it, what it meant to shoot. I learned how to edit everything. And I used to be super fucking thirsty. Like. I call him every day and be like, "Let's what are we doing today? Like, let's do this, let's do that." And like, mm-hmm. you know, I, he he, my partner doing other shit. He is extremely talented to this day. But like, I don't think he like saw. I don't. I don't want to upset him. He does. He just right. like. But I don't think he saw like or even really wanted like a future in the shit. But I did. So I I would I would even like show up at his crib like unannounced. Be like, "Yo, I'm downstairs." <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I used to be thirsty, and, like, a, a lot of my homies were, were, like, doing really good, you know, like, they were, like, my age, I was probably, like, 18, 19 at the time, and they were, like, doing big shit, you know what I'm saying, like, selling out venues, doing all this cool shit, and I, I just didn't want to be the guy who was just, like, around all the time, you know, like, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to be there, like, because I had something to, to contribute, yeah, so, that was kind of, like, behind my drive with it you know and i and i i could suck it i could tell that I, I was like i was pretty good at it you know like i probably didn't have i had the taste you know what i'm saying there like maybe not the skills yet but like my my natural ability was definitely there so like that's that's kind of like what kept me going what would you say how do your like skills develop over time because you said you didn't know anything but then suddenly you were like learning a lot about editing and shooting and you still to this day are really dynamic like you do a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to video so i I don't know where i'm going with this but like how did your skills develop over time no one's ever asked me that um man just just doing it a lot um and like honestly fucking up a lot like failing Mm -hmm. Like, that's really what showed me what to do and what not to do, like, in terms of business and in terms of, like, working in general. And there's a lot, a lot of trial and error, you know what I'm saying? Like, I watch a lot of YouTube. I talk to as many other, like, photographers mm-hmm. as I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really had a mentor, but, like, I definitely used to annoy. <laughs> they might not just call it annoying, but now that I look back at it, I was being annoying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to ask people all the time, it's a person, like, how they did this, like, what did they do with this, you know? And I, I used to just shoot a lot, you know? I, I I'm out, In my spare time, mm-hmm. I go walk around the city at night and shoot photos, like, on my iPhone or something like that, you know? I just did it a lot, you know? I'm, t- I'm 10 years in, so by now, you know, it, it, it took me t- it took me about five, four or five years for me to be like, yeah, like, okay, I'm actually, like, on professional level with this, you know? Mm. So, yeah. What would you say is one of your favorite aspects of creating a video? Like you've been a producer, director, director of photography, like done done a lot of the, many sides of the coin. So what's like some interesting roles you feel like you've had and why? 
man, I've done everything, man. I've PA'd, I've AC'd, I've dripped, I've gaffed, I've produced. I, I've literally done everything. Like, uh, I just enjoy doing it. Like, I, I really like the process of, like, create, making the idea and, like, bringing the team on and just, like, everyone being excited and having, like, ideas to make it better. Like, I really love that part. I, I call that, like, pre-production. Like, a lot of people don't like pre-production, like, especially a lot of, like, strictly creative people. Like, they don't like the pre-production. They just want to get to it, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I enjoy that part of, like, building the team and, like, and like seeing how everything's going to mesh, you know, and people's... You wouldn't say that's creative? I, I would I would say it's creative, but, like, people, like, creatives, like, you know what I'm saying, like, DPs or directors, like, those, like, those kind of types, set directors, set, set, set dressers and shit like that, like, it's seen as the business portion of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you gotta. You, it is creative to me. Like you gotta get creative. You know what I'm saying? Like with with the money, with where the money's going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would say it's creative, but like in terms of like the system, it's not considered the creative part of it. You know. But I enjoy it, and I, and I just really enjoy being on set. Like I love the whole process. You know, like, I love, I love seeing it, especially you're the director, and that's your idea. Like I love when it like. What you saw in your head is unfolding on the monitor or like in front of your eyes. Mm. You know, it's kind of like a surreal feeling to be like, man, I just made this up in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I can imagine. What is it like um, at the higher levels on set live? Because from what I've heard from people, there's just so much going on at the same time. You have to really be on point And it's like. So like what what is that like? How do you navigate that? Man, it's fun. Like I enjoy it. You know, I, I come from, <laughs> I come from running gun. You know, like, I come from doing it yourself. You know, like I've been on shoots where I led it myself. You know, shot it myself, directed it myself. You know, so to get to be on the bigger stuff. You know, like it's definitely more stress in terms of like you have to deliver because now you have twenty five people all on the set, you know, like you can't look like you're not, you don't know what you're doing, you know, and you also want to respect mm. everyone's, like, roles. So it's, like, in, in, it's more stressful in that way, but in terms of, like, getting it done, it's honestly easier because, you know, there's someone there to do something. You know, like, it's like, hey, to the gaffer, like, can you move that light? Or, like, can we get another light? Or, I don't like this. Like, can we figure out how to do this? Instead of it just being you being like, okay, I got to figure this out. Like, how do I, I do this myself, you know? So, like, uh, even though those people, I'm ready to get you water. You know, like, hey, you grab me water. <laughs> you know so, in ways, it's more stressful, but it's also, like, in a way, easier as well. There's people there to, like, make it easier for the job to get done. What do you think is special about the running gun type stuff? Like, I used to do freelance video, and it was all running gun. And I was running around Chicago and shooting videos of people with the strap on my back and going to here and there. And I feel like there's something special about that, just, like, freestyling the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. When you're young, you know, it's fun. <laughs> but in all serious though, like, that, that kind of st- stuff is, like, the epitome of, of creativity. Like, you you can't get more. There's 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 no more. Like, that's not that's not what I'm trying to say. The creativity is unbounded when working like that. You know, mm-hmm. like from from the shooting to the editing, because you kind of got to make it up yourself. Like you you got to make something that might not necessarily look that good look good. 
Like someone that's really fucking good at that is Jake. This dude named Jake Osmond. I don't know if you know who Jake Osmond is. Mm-mm. He's a shooter and an editor. He used to do all the Vic Vic Mesa stuff. He has a No Future. They do a lot of stuff with mm. uh, underground rappers. But Jake Osmond can shoot some. He can take some shit that shot like shit and edit that shit to look. <laughs> Make it look good. Like literally, like like that that pack video I did with uh Joey and, Ken, and Kami. Mm-hmm. Like I shot that on a on a camcorder, you know. Like I know how to shoot, so I I was able to like put an extra little spin on it. But like the fact that Jake was able to make it look that damn good, I'm like I was like what? <laughs> I was that's like, interesting to be that raw. I Doe just walked by. That's so funny. Doe, um, um, what up? I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the Drive Capital office. Have you seen him posting yeah. stuff about it on yeah, IG? Yeah, get yeah. Here, man. <laughs> you want to see yeah, it? Yeah, get down here. Okay. <laughs> A few moments later. Slightly send you off like that. I ran through the whole space and tried to find you. That's cool. Nah, that's my brother though. What about like your relationship with Chance? Because you also did a lot of work for him, and I heard that it came through doing work for Vic and then he saw it and then after you did one video with him he's like damn that's raw and then you start doing more videos with him and yeah you know I know a chance for a really long time I went to the same elementary school um really I know his whole family his brother I know very well uh yeah no I've, I've known chance for a long time but yeah I did a bunch of stuff for Vic <coughs> and Actually, that's not actually what happened. I did myself a bunch of stuff with Vic, and then Joey and Kene was like, yo, come do this stuff. And then Chance saw that and was like, yo, come do this. Basically, he was like, I didn't know you was this wrong. Like, come do this. <laughs> and then he did it. And then he was like, yo, you trying to come do all this other stuff? And I was like, duh. Of course I'm trying to do that shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we, we fucking did it, you know? Um, that was really fun. I enjoyed doing that. What about the uh, going to Venice and shooting that video? I feel like that must have been crazy. Bruh. Shit was crazy. We, we went to... Uh, <laughs> and then we also went to Paris, France as well. And it was crazy. Like I, I've been a fan of Joey Badass since he first came out with that mixtape. I think it was called 1990. But, like, I've always been a fan of his rapping, you know. Like, he's a really good rapper. And it was just cool to, like, work with him and be around him and meet him and shit. Like, he was really fucking cool. His team was super cool. I got pretty close with his uh, his visual director. His name was Wakas. We still talk all the time. Like, it, it was just a cool experience, you know. Like, it, it, it was, like, one of those moments where it's like, damn, like, this is what I do it for. Like, this this why I put all those hours and all that all that work you know, nine years before this to get to this point. Like, it got, it got me ready. Mm-hmm. It got me ready for that shit. Like, all the bullshit, all the shit I fucked up, all the shit I didn't, like, like, literally culminated in that moment. Like, because, like, it was a tough shoot because it was just me. It was nobody else. Mm. It was just Really? Yeah. It was me, a camera, Chance, a tripod, and a, a box of lenses. Wow. You didn't have anybody, like, helping you out, figure things out? Wow. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> you know, I was scouting other locations, like on my, my own time. We was out there, like it was literally only me. 
pulling my own focus, handheld, everything. Yeah, that must have felt intense because it's like all the weight is on your shoulders. Honestly, it wasn't that intense. I'm gonna be honest. Like that, huh. that's, that's kind of what I come from, you know. Like I'm used to that. You know, right. I just got to do it at a, at a higher level than like I had a, a FX9, which is a cinema camera. I had the best lenses, now Master Primes, Zeiss Master Primes. Like you know, I've done that with a DSLR and the kit lens. So like. I was it, it wasn't it wasn't like that I, I wasn't scared of that you know what I'm saying I feel like people would be scared mm-hmm. of that but like I was not scared of it like what the, the most stressful part was just lugging all the equipment by myself <laughs> the the physical weight of the shit yeah bro like the the, the lens <laughs> is heavy as hell it's like thirty pounds and like we're in Venice <laughs> there's no cars in Venice like you got to travel on foot or on a boat. Mm. So like, I'm carrying this shit on a damn boat, you know. Did they have uh they had like scooters? No. No vehicles. I don't think they have bikes oh, in Venice. What was it like on a day to day basis? Were you guys like <laughs> how did you find how did you scout locations and when you were shooting, what was it like? Were they just f- f- coming up with ideas on the spot and like Yeah, so basically like Chance had this song done for a while maybe about i'm gonna say five months and i remember i remember when he he, can you hear me Mm -hmm. i remember when he made it like he played it for us at at his crib we was like damn like this is hit clearly this is wrong and so he was like yeah we're gonna do a video to this so i made a bunch of treatments like probably made about four treatments for the video and then one day he was like you want to go to France <laughs> to shoot this? I'm like, hell yeah. He was like, all right, we leave in five days. <laughs> wow. I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> so like, we, we kind of had like a super loose plan. Like we had looked at a bunch of locations on the internet and like I looked at some locations and I'm like, yo, what do you think about this? So like, yeah, it's cool. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then we got, when we got there, None of that shit. We did not go to any of that shit. So, like... Damn, wow. So, like, I kind of had to walk around and, like, take the train and shit and the, and the boats when I had, uh, like, some free time. So, like, I have a day or two of free time because uh, cause we, we also went to the Biennale, which is, uh, like, the biggest art event in the world, essentially. Like, every crazy famous artist... From every country comes and does their exhibitions and shows and everything like that. So like he'll be like doing his his thing with that, and I'll be like scouting, you know. I just go take some photos on my phone and like have like a whole note. <clears throat> and then when it was time to shoot, like he was like, "So what you trying to do?" I was like, "Sure, let's go over here. Let's do this. Let's do that." And so I'll probably just go there early, like set up a little bit, set up my frame. They come and we all just like talk, like me and Joey, be like, "Yo, like." I'm gonna set you guys up like this, and Joe and Chance would be like, "No, nah, like, what do you think about this?" And Joey would be like, "Yo, I like, what if I did this?" You know, and it's, mm-hmm, like, it's mm-hmm. super like super collaborative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that's that's kind of how the process went. So we started in Florence, took the train to Venice, and then from Venice we went to Paris. We were in Paris for like six days. I keep checking if Doe's walking by. Uh, <laughs> so just to keep going a bit, um, 
I feel like you're the part of the specific era or age group or connection uh, ecosystem of all these Chicago creatives like Nico Washington and Superstar Cami and Joey Perp and Doe and da 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 do like how I, I'm trying to figure out how that all formed like how that network formed obviously there's not a clear story it's just kind of like people were close to each other or whatever but do you have any background story as to like how that came alive yeah we we all we all for the most part grew up with each other like in terms of like the same money guys like we all grew up with each other basically like we had a before the same money was called both squad click and we, we was just like kids, you know what I'm saying? We just hanging out, smoking weed, stealing shit, getting in fights, <clears throat> that type of shit. And Vic was already on his music shit. Like when we when we was when I was 15, I remember Vic was in this shit called Brainiacs with uh, MC Tree, Vic Spencer, that dude from Kids in the Hall. I forgot his fucking name, and a couple other like OG rappers. And he, I remember he had a song that was on fucking Fake Short Drive. I mean, we was hyped about that shit. He was like, damn, like, big. Fake Short Drive is crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, too, because Barber's one of my homies. Andrew Barber's one of my homies now. So like, that's kind of crazy. Um, but, yeah, like, we all just grew up together, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of creatives, like, we're all the same age, so we all, like, know each other. Some, a lot of us know it from high school or from, you know, messing with the same girls or, like, just like being around, you know, like other homies, you know, someone, somebody's cousin, like that kind of thing. So everyone's pretty interconnected in that way. Or so, someone's parents, no, they parents, like that. You're the, someone's cousin or god brother, you know. But yeah, but I know Doe because fucking <laughs> he he's he's King Louis' manager or is King Louis' manager. And he, I don't know if you know, but Doe is like a super like a legendary rapper in Chicago. Really? Yeah. So I, I, had, I had no idea. Hell yeah. Like, he, him and Louie, like, basically created drill music, essentially. Doe used to rap and was a part of the foundation of drill music? Yes. Wow. That's <laughs> crazy. Doe has a legend. <laughs> <laughs> but so he just told me recently that his fucking, what's his name? Mike, you know what Mike Carson is? Mm-mm. So Mike Carson is like this really raw ass creative director. You know, he did all the Big Sean's music videos. He he creative directed the the Big Steppers tour visuals, like that whole thing. Like he's a fucking he does, he made Ill Roots. He made Ill Roots too, but he his first music video was one of those videos. So like Doe as the man, but um, I know Doe because I I was living in D.C. with my homies. I went to Howard. We were throwing these shows, and we was like, "Shit, we want to bring King Louis out out to Chicago." So we was like, "How the fuck do we do that?" And my my cousin Sterling knew, knew Doe or or Louis's brother somehow. Somehow he got us in touch, basically. And then from there, like we were talking to Doe, and we ended up bringing King Louis <laughs> out to fucking D.C. And King Louis and Doe like stayed at our crib. We fucking went to the White House with him, and she like basically just kicked it with Doe and King Louis for like a week. <laughs> so that's so funny. Like and this is like right around the time Louis got uh got shot. So they were like, "Y'all gotta make sure we good. Like we don't know y'all. Like mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. on DC, but we gonna take this money." 
And then once once they got around us, they were like, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all are cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are younger than us, but y'all are clearly, like, y'all know what's going on. So after that, I I had been in, I was in D.C. for a year, and when I came back, Louie went on tour with Chance, I believe. So from that, he had got cool with Chance and all, all our homies, like, they got really close. And when I got back, shit, that was, like, kicking it with the guys. And I was like, what up, nigga? Like, I ain't know you knew. <laughs> Ever since then, like, he's been locked in. Like, that's my, that's my big bro. Like, a few people I can really say, like, he's my big bro. That's wild. Whole time I knew I had this. You just put me on to a lot of stuff. I'm gonna have to t- message Doe right after this. Like, why did you tell me you're a rapper? Tell me Doe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stunner shades. Uh... What about uh? You've done a lot of photography, photography work like Nike, the Bulls, White Claw. Like, how did you get into that kind of client work? I've always been interested in photography. Like, I I started my whole journey shooting photos on my iPhone, my iPhone 3. Because that was, like, at the time when the Instagram, like, photographers and photography was, like, becoming a thing. So that's kind of how I, I started, like, I guess, training training my eye. And then, yeah, I, basically, I just kept doing it. It's essentially, like, what it, what it is, you know. And I used to just, like, talk to hella people, and people would give me a job here, give me a job there. But yeah, basically, like you know, I consider photography kind of like my art. You know, video video work is like my job, but photography is like what I do artistically. But uh, you know, I've I've done a few photo shoots for brands and stuff like that, and that shit just came about from like people recommending me or just like meeting people, and like they're like, yeah, you can come do this. You know, like it's been re- it's really random how that stuff comes comes about. As someone who's really, uh, what, what, give me an example of one of your favorite shoots, like. My favorite? The Nike one's really fun. Um, it was cool to be shooting for Nike, you know, I was in, as a Nike fan. So, yeah, that was, that was really enjoyable. Um, but I, but, what if I shot recently? Yeah, I really like doing, so I, I worked with leaders in a couple bigger shoots. Um, they did a collab with the Bulls and Mitchell and Ness. So that was, that was a really fun one, you know, like to work with them leaders, because you know I, I I owe a lot to leaders in terms of like my creativity and just like just like people that older homies that like are always there for whatever I need or I need to talk or I need you know a gig something you know, you know they're 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 definitely a hub of like creativity over there for sure. So it was really cool to work with them and and like it's like that's kind of like a legendary thing for the city, you know, as a photographer to, to do that, you know, so yeah, I think that was like one of my favorites for sure. I like to always talk about people on the podcast about Chicago related stuff. And as someone who's really tapped into the Chicago creative scene, uh, more than a lot of people I know, like what would you say is the unique parts of the Chicago creative scene as like an ecosystem? I guess the fact that like everybody knows each other that that part and the part that like a lot of people got really like big nationwide and worldwide you know because mm. like it's crazy to find out how many people are actually from chicago you know about like also also like something else that's crazy is like talking to people 
not from Chicago who know about certain things in Chicago. And then being like, yeah, like, mm. back then, like, that shit influenced me this, like, this way. Or like, yeah, I, I, I knew about this back then. I was, and I'm like, damn, it's crazy to know you from Seattle and heard that or know who that is and shit like that. Like, that's probably the craziest part to me, you know. In the spirit of the intersection, to wrap this up, what would you say to the technology and business people in Chicago who are tuning in? What are some like practical ways that they could get more involved in the in the Chicago creative scene or try to collaborate with people? Shit, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's like a creative way to do it. I mean, I honestly, you know, just be genuine and build build genuine relationships. You know, like don't 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 try to come at people like with ill intentions and try to play them. You know, just because you feel like you can. That's what I would say. But also, you know, pay these people. They they gonna make make your shit look good. So you can make them make m- more money off of it than you pay them. So you know, make sure people are compensated correctly. Well, because of the nature of the show, the tech and business people watching have love for creatives, but maybe they just feel like they're not sure how to get more connected, or they're connected, but it's not like to the extent that it could be. So, like, what do you see for? Um, like the future of Chicago in terms of these different environments coming together or like you were at the cash drop party. Like how did you find out about that a while back? Um, <laughs> my, my good friend Ruben Trejo invited me. Oh, uh, if there's anything else that you want to say or anything you want to plug or anybody you want to shout out, um, or pe- ways people can contact you. The floor is yours. Um, yeah, you, you can hit me up on Instagram or email. You know, my Instagram is on my, my email on my Instagram at Troy from Chicago. Um, yeah, I'm down to work. Cool. Well, thank you so much, man. I really appreciated it. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, bro.